Welcome to the Rail Market Update on the State of Freight podcast brought to you by FTR, where we share timely transportation intelligence with you on a weekly basis. The Rail Market Update is hosted by FTR's Vice President of Rail and Intermodal, Todd Tronowski. As Todd presents the information in the podcast, you can follow along and review the graphs and indicators by downloading a PDF or PowerPoint version of the presentation from our podcast landing page. A link to the PDF is available now at www.ftrintel.com slash podcast. From there, you can also find past episodes and downloads of the Rail Market Update, as well as the weekly trucking market update with Avery Vice and much more. That link again is www.ftrintel.com slash podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the FTR State of Freight Rail Market Update Podcast. As always, I am your host, Todd Tronowski, the Vice President of Rail and Intermodal this week. Thank you for joining us as we get to the end of December, the end of 2022. Hard to believe uh, that we are here already. A quick programming note before we jump in this week. Uh, There will be no podcast next week, uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's, hopefully you all have an opportunity to uh, get away from the office, uh, to, to turn off your, your work computers, to turn off your work commute, uh, get some time uh, with some family, get some time uh, to just kind of dance on your own uh, and enjoy some family time, enjoy some, uh, some good food, some rest, some relaxation as we get ready to turn the page to 2023, which hopefully... Uh, will be a better year uh, for the rail industry. Will be a better industry, a better year for volumes as we get through uh, into next year. We have certainly come through a lot of uh, a lot of disruption over the last two years. Hopefully, twenty twenty three uh, will be a calmer year for everybody uh, in the rail industry. That's certainly our hope. If you look at the numbers that we'll go through here in a minute, certainly uh, they are not. Uh, they are not something of beauty. They are not something that uh, that the industry, whether you're a railroad, whether you're a shipper, whether you're a regulator, uh, that you that you would be proud of. They're not something that uh, folks would be happy with. And so, as we as we drill down to this last podcast of 2022, uh, certainly the big story uh, this week is that uh, intermodal and cargo volumes sort of start at the holiday break a little early. You know, they, they normally we see a holiday decline the last couple of weeks of the year, but they, we sort of went early this year uh, in a lot of ways on a lot of commodity groups, and you'll see that as we as we go through, and there's going to be more of a dip as we go through the holiday weeks. We normally see a dramatic fall-off in rail volume over the Thanksgiving and New Year's holiday. We, we expect that to occur and possibly occur even more dramatically uh, as we go as we go than, than normal over the next over the next several weeks. Another story we'll talk a little bit about as we go through the podcast has to do with the Surface Transportation Board. Uh, they announced just this week uh, some additional small rate case procedures, some new uh, smaller rate case procedures to try and make things, try to make rate relief in particular, more accessible to shippers. Now, the railroads don't like this. Uh, the Association of American Railroads calls the proposal, calls the final rule fatally flawed. Certainly, I would expect the railroads to challenge uh, the board's new rule of the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, but certainly, the board, uh, this shouldn't be news to anyone who's covered the industry. 
This is not something that should be unexpected. The Surface Transportation Board uh, wants to do more to make its processes, to make its rate relief remedies in particular uh, more accessible. So this week's decision shouldn't come as a shock to folks in the industry. It's been, it's been a long time coming. It's been talked about for many, many years. And to see them finally act on it, to finally uh, get a proposal out there and move forward with something, uh, at least gives finality to the process. It at least uh, gives the industry something to appeal, something to talk about, something to debate the merits of. Uh, that is certainly uh, a good thing. Uh, certainly put an idea out there and try it. Certainly, if you look at a lot of the small the small rate case processes and procedures that have been out there over the last two decades, uh, there's been one problem or another with whatever uh, methodology the board has uh, tried to throw out there. Uh, whether it was the three benchmark methodology, whether it was... Um, whether it was all the various permutations that we've seen over the decades, uh, none of them have really worked the way the board wanted them to work. And so uh, time will tell whether this new process uh, will work or not. Uh, but we will see, first of all, uh, how it survives uh, how it survives on appeal. Uh, I said volumes are down a little bit. Uh, certainly we've seen that in the intermodal market. We've seen uh, volumes come down. Uh, rather decently in the, the latest week. And remember, this is only rail volume through December 17th. So you should not see a holiday impact yet. You should not see an impact from uh, the weather that we expect over the next couple of days across Chicago and the Midwest to be in these numbers. But you're already seeing a decline. You're already seeing a fall off greater than we saw last year, greater than we saw uh, in the five-year average. This is something we're going to have to watch to see just how much of a decline we get over the next several weeks since we're uh, starting a little bit early this year in terms of our, our holiday decline. On the trailer side of intermodal, uh, certainly we have seen the parcel peak. Uh, you can look at that blue line and you can uh, pretty well see that the parcel peak, a uh, very nice, almost little bell curve, almost a perfect bell curve uh, from uh, the last three weeks. Uh, making the peak, uh, but we will go down from here. We would expect to see a significant fall off over the next several weeks as we get through Christmas, we get through the holiday shipping season. Uh, it is something that we are going to uh, keep an eye on, but certainly something that we do not expect to rise from here. Trailers have been below last year, below the five-year average pretty consistently uh, all year. In the latest week, even as we got to the parcel peak, we were still... 20 to 25% below prior year levels. So, yes, we saw a seasonal peak in trailers. Uh, no, it was not particularly impressive on an absolute basis. On the container side, uh, we all we saw, as you would expect, a decline sequentially. Uh, we are below last year by about 5% below last year, in fact. More than that relative to the five-year average. As I said, starting a little bit early this year in terms of the ramp down uh, for container volumes. And so we'll have to keep an eye on this and see not just how low it goes, but how quickly it ramps back up as we get into the new year. Certainly a lot's been written in our reports and elsewhere about the import decline and the shifts in imports in terms of where they're coming in and what that might mean for intermodal 
as we turn the calendar page from 2022 to 2023. We will certainly keep an eye on that as we get into the new year to see exactly uh, where we end up in intermodal volumes to start the year. Do we uh, get ourselves back pretty quickly to 340, 360,000 carloads a week, or does it take a little bit of time to get there? Does it take us a little bit of uh, time to get back to where we would expect to be seasonally and historically? Switching gears to the carload markets now, uh, volumes are down in the pre-holiday week, and they're down pretty dramatically. You look at the carload numbers for mid-December, that's a pretty steep sequential drop week to week. You would have expected carload to hang in there for another week, but it it has not. You look at that five-year average, normally you have at least another week, if not another two weeks, before you see uh, this kind of a decline. Uh, We're already seeing it. We're basically flat with 2021, and we are well off the five-year average. Uh, We would expect to continue to see volume declines over the next several weeks as we end the year. And just like with intermodal, the question will be, how does it bounce back? How do we start 2023? Do we get off next year on a good foot, or do we continue to have some weakness? Do we continue to have some impairments as we start the new year? Uh, economically sensitive freight also declined sequentially in the last week, declined sequentially in the last two weeks. Uh, it has not been a particularly uh, good story the last couple of weeks, but it is not declining as much as overall carload. So that is a good sign. That is a, a glass half full, glass half empty perspective. It's not been a great year, but we're not declining as much as the overall carload markets. So that is a good thing. We are, like Carload, essentially in line with 2021, and we are well off our five-year average. So unlike Carload, where we're down 5% compared to last year, in economically sensitive freight, we're down closer to 1% or 2% compared to uh, the prior year. That Again, that's a good sign. So it's all about perspective. It's all about whether you want to look at it as a glass half full or is the glass half empty. Switching to the bulk sectors, Coal volumes declined significantly on a sequential basis, uh, down really to where we had been before we uh, ran up to this last peak in the last uh, the last two weeks or so. Uh, we're right back down. We're a little bit below last year. We're well off the five-year average. And the trend line over the course of the fourth quarter is weaker, is down and to the right, is something that says volumes are starting to slow, which if you've listened to the podcast over the course of the year, shouldn't surprise you. That shouldn't be a shock. That's something we've talked about as we get into 2023. Coal volumes declining, coal volumes weakening, not continuing to post the kind of year-over-year gains that we've almost become accustomed to in 2022. Looking at the grain markets, volumes are down sequentially for the second straight week. They're coming off of sort of a secondary peak, if you will, after the Thanksgiving holiday, uh, and they are declining. Now, while they are declining... And we do expect that decline to accelerate over the next several weeks. We are above the five-year average. We are above 2021. So grain continues to operate, even though it is slowing, at a strong level. Uh, This is a good sign. This gives us hope that maybe we'll carry some of this momentum into 2023, especially given the geopolitical situation in grain markets across the world. Uh, We would expect there to be demand. We would expect there to be... uh, 
consumption to, to try and absorb some of this grain to continue to support movements into the early part of 2023. Chemicals volumes, uh, back into those economically sensitive commodities for a minute. Chemicals volume, we were starting to get a little worried about it in the post-Thanksgiving Day period. If you look at the last two weeks out of the holiday, it increased, but it increased very little. It really didn't move a whole lot. And then we finally, in the last week, we, we got a little bit of a sign of life, a little bit of an uptick. Now, we're still below last year. We're still below the five-year average, but we're at least back to where we've spent most of the fourth quarter, right around 45,000 carloads a week. That is a good sign. Now, it will, like all commodity groups, see a little bit of a degradation over the next couple of weeks as we get into Christmas and New Year's holidays, but to see it bounce back, that is a good sign. To get back to where we had been running earlier in the fourth quarter, uh, we can all exhale a little bit when you think about how many things in the broader economy, the broader industrial manufacturing sectors that, that, that base chemicals go into, uh, it is good to see this commodity group uh, pull up a little bit before we get into the holiday period. Petroleum products ticked up a little bit in the last week, but nowhere near the sort of typical seasonal increase you would expect to see in this commodity group. Now things should come down over the holiday period, uh, but this is this is a reasonably okay sign. We're running up above 21,000 carloads a week for uh, only the very couple few times in the post-pandemic period that we've gotten to this level. Really the second time in 2022 uh, we've seen these levels. So that is a good thing from an absolute perspective. From a seasonal perspective, it's not quite as good. We're not seeing nearly the sort of uptick we would expect in petroleum products of volumes this time of year. Stone, sand, and gravel and down strongly on a sequential basis. It's been a, it's but it continues to be uh, continues to be a source of strength for uh, for the industry. It continues to be a source of strength for carloads. Even though we're down sequentially, we're still above last year. We're still above the five-year average. So that is a good sign going into 2023. Lumber and wood, it's less positive. Uh, we've declined pretty significantly. Uh, we're down almost uh, 16 17% on a year-over-year basis. About the same uh, when you think about it relative to the five-year average. And those headwinds for lumber and wood are going to continue. When you think about the housing market, you think about interest rates, uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on lumber and wood in 2023. It's not. It's going to get worse before it gets better, as we would say. Pulp and paper, we had a packaging-driven run-up here right before Thanksgiving. Uh, that has abated. Uh, that has come down, and it's come down pretty dramatically over the last two weeks. Uh, we're now back to right around 7,200 or so uh, car loads a week uh, during December as we get down here over the last couple of weeks. We continue to decline. Normally, seasonally, you get a little bit of a second wind. You get a bounce back off of these levels after a decline. I don't think we're going to see that over the Christmas and holiday period. Uh, pulp and paper has been very weak all year, and I think that weakness continues, particularly as you think about the, the overall economy, high inflation levels, uh, lower Christmas budgets in general. I don't think you're going to see pulp and paper turn around the way it typically does here in the final two weeks of the year. Automotive volumes. Uh, we had increased pretty dramatically in automotive over the last couple of weeks, uh, giving us some signs of hope that maybe things had uh, stabilized there from a supply chain perspective. Uh, they declined sequentially in the latest week. 
They're still above last year, but they're not not back to the five-year average. Maybe some plants taking some early holiday downtime uh, to, pe- to stretch out supplies, to set themselves up well for 2023. So again, automotive, as we've said with some other commodity groups, glass half full, glass half empty. It's above 2021, but it's also below the five-year average. So we'll have to, to see how that plays out in 2023 as that sector in particular continues to normalize. So, to wrap up the last podcast of the year, overall, volumes are weak. Volumes are unfortunately weak. They seem to take an early holiday hiatus in a lot of commodity groups. And we'll have to see as we get into 2023. Uh, the STB's small rate case rules that, that they came out with new procedures this week, uh, probably the tip of the iceberg when you think about regulatory mandates and regulatory initiatives of the board over the next, uh, the next several years. And so... Uh, definitely setting the stage for a more active STB in 2023. And with that, I want to thank you for joining us, not just this week, but this year. I look forward to everybody having a great, uh, a great Christmas and New Year's period. And we will talk to you again in 2023. As always, feel free to reach out if we can help with your business, if we can help with what you're seeing in the marketplace. Love to talk about transportation. Uh, it is why we get up in the morning. Uh, but with that, have a very uh, great holiday period, a great happy new year, and we will talk to you in 2023. That's it for this week's Rail Market Update on the State of Freight podcast. The Rail Market Update will be published each week along with a downloadable PDF of the presentation. If you find this transportation intelligence useful, please take a moment to give us a positive rating on your podcast platform of choice and send us your feedback by email at podcast.ftrintel.com. You can find more publicly available State of Freight content and download the PDF of today's presentation by going to www.ftrintel.com podcast. FTR is the leader in freight transportation forecasting in North America, providing consistently reliable reports for trucking, rail, and intermodal transportation, as well as providing demand analysis for commercial vehicle and rail car. For more information about the work of FTR, visit www.ftrintel.com or call us at 888-988-1699 to find out which publications will best support your business. 